This is Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 106, Creating Your Vision. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast. I am so excited to be here. And can you believe that we are finishing up with the year 2022. If you are listening to these episodes as they air, this is the last episode of the year and what a year it has been. I have loved being here. I've loved sharing with you. I'm so excited for next year. I have so many great topics and ideas lined up. But first, I would like to ask a couple things from you. First of all, have you left a review? Because if you're listening to this podcast, I would so appreciate if you could go and leave a review. It really helps other people find the podcast. It would help me out greatly. The second thing is I would love to know what was your favorite episode this year? I know I have a couple and I know sometimes I get people emailing me and just telling me, oh, I love this episode or I love that one. I would love to hear from you. What is your favorite episode? So you can find me on social media at Leah Davidson Life Coaching or send me an email at leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com. I would just love to hear what your favorite episode is. I thought that as we are rounding up the year, I would take a few minutes to talk a little bit about moving forward. I love spending time at this time of year, especially to reflect on the past, but it's also a good time of year to start thinking and planning about the future. And I've talked about this before on the podcast about how it's not the goal or the final destination that matters. It is the process. It's the journey. And it was back on episode 68 called The Amazing Race, which incidentally was one of my favorite episodes, where I think I talked a little bit more about that. So you may want to go back and re-listen to that one. At this time of year, especially... I think a lot of us, it's normal to start thinking about setting goals for the year and maybe even for our life in general. Goals are important to set. Goals actually give your brain something to focus on. It provides its structure and direction. So it's not that goals are a bad thing. However, as I've talked about on the podcast before, we do have an unhealthy habit of making the product or our intended result the goal instead of the process of reaching our goal. We become fixated on what our intended goal is and completely miss out on the joy of the journey of achieving that intended goal. We think that there's some magical point that we'll reach and then we're going to be happy. And we look at the process of getting there as an inconvenience or simply the means to a greater end. But I want you to ask yourself, what are the benefits of focusing on the process, of focusing on the journey? Well, it's actually a paradox because when you focus on the process, the desired product usually takes care of itself with ease. When you focus on the process, what you are doing in that exact moment, you actually are always in the present and then you're always where you want to be and doing what you quote unquote should be doing. All of your energy ends up going into the doing. 
But when you focus your mind on where you want to end up, you're never where you are. And then you exhaust your energy with where you think you should be rather than where you are. So this is also an example of the gap in the gain thinking that I shared with you back on episode 94. Incidentally, another favorite episode of mine. Now, this doesn't mean that you lose touch with what you're aiming for. You're always going to want to use your final goal as kind of the rudder to steer you, but it's not going to be the only indicator as to how you're doing. Or another way of putting it is your goals are the compass. They are not the buried treasure. The goal is not the destination or where you end up but rather the compass that guides the journey. So while it's not helpful to be measuring yourself against the ideal, it is helpful to have a future vision to be using as your focus. But today I want to talk a little bit about both. We're going to be talking about the entire journey and what you want to see along the way. Where do you want to stop? What do you want to see? What activities do you want to do? So we're going to be talking a little bit about the ideal as well as that future vision. So sometimes what's really helpful is to create a visual representation of what you want in your future. So often people call it a vision board or a dream board. It's basically a visual representation of what you want. And people get really creative with it, and you can get as creative as you want to. You can create it digitally. You can go all arts and crafts. You can use words or magazine pictures or photos and different textures and colors and designs. It's really a representation of your dreams and experiences that you want to collect along the way in your journey. So you can have your goal, the end result. But the vision board also includes what you want your journey to look like. Now, why do people do vision boards? Why don't you just keep it in your head? Well, vision boards actually will help your brain think about your future because you're deliberately doing a task. You're saying, I want to create this visual representation so that the brain has to start thinking about the visual representation. Vision boards can also help you to have a lot more hope. They can help you get unstuck. They can help you get more clear with what you want. They can help you get motivated. So most often we do vision boards basically so that we can have a focus. We can have a direction. Now vision boards are the representation, like I said before, of the results that you want in your life. And then we also include on the vision board the actions that it will take for us to get the results. So we often include part of the journey on the vision board. I also, though, want to remind you that it's your feelings that fuel your actions and your thoughts that fuel your feelings. So I encourage you to include on your vision board all the feelings you'll need to have, and then create a list of all the thoughts that you need to have to create those feelings. So today I'm going to make this super simple and really doable, something that you can do on your own or do with your family and friends. Three steps you can take to create your own vision board that's going to encompass the result that you want as well as the journey. So the first thing is you're going to take some time to think about your life and what it is that you want. Now, when I did mine, I actually divided it into different quadrants and get as creative as you want with this. I divided it into what I want now, 
what I want in six months, what I want in five years, and what I want in 10 years plus. Now, maybe you're only going to be doing your board for the next year, or maybe you are going to be doing one for long term. You get to do what feels good for you. I just found it helpful to divide whatever it is that I wanted. I was doing a longer term vision board divide it into separate quadrants. And you can even do it for certain areas of your life. You can do one board specifically for family, one board specifically for work, one board specifically for something else that you're interested in, or you could do it for all areas. I included all areas for myself. Now, the next thing that I want you to try to do is look at what kind of feelings you would need to have to create all those actions and the results that you want to have on your board. So when I looked at the things that I wanted to achieve, what my results were, I noticed that I was going to need feelings like motivation and commitment and inspiration and confidence, discomfort, perseverance, and courage. Now, if you notice, not all the emotions that I said that I needed to have are pleasant ones because we know we need to have a lot of unpleasant ones as well. And that's okay because we know life is 50-50. So I made sure that I included all the different feelings on my board. I chose to do it with words, but you could also get really creative. And I love that I have words on there to represent the more negative 50, because when I look at my vision board, it reminds me that I do actually need to feel those feelings. I don't have to fear them. They are part of my journey. Whenever I see like discomfort, I realize that I'm supposed to feel discomfort. I'm supposed to feel fear. These are part of the feelings I need to have in order for me to do the things to get the results that I want in my life. Now, the last thing that I did, and I did this on a separate sheet, almost like a legend for my vision board. I wrote down all the thoughts I would need to have to create the feelings that were on my board. I wrote those out. So for me, I did different photos and words and textures, but I also have a list of thoughts that will create the feelings that will fuel the actions that will create my results. Then all you need to do is to put the vision board in a place where you can see it. It can serve as a reminder of your journey, the journey that you are on to get to the results. You will also want to spend some time working on believing the thoughts that will create the feelings that you need to have to create what you want in your life. So then you can take those thoughts and maybe put them around the house or put them on your phone. It doesn't have to be elaborate, but you definitely want to put your vision board up in a location where you can see it, where you can reference it, and then you want to look at the feelings And ask yourself, okay, am I creating these feelings? And go to that list of thoughts. What were the thoughts that I knew I would have to be thinking in order to create the feelings? That is my version of creating a vision. It's not elaborate. It's pretty simple. You can even just go on Canva. You can do cutouts of magazines. Just a very simple way of doing a vision board, which also gives you the step-by-step directions of what to think, what to feel, and what to do to achieve your future vision. I know that 2023 can be an awesome year for both you and me. We just got to put it out there, create our vision, and most importantly, 
enjoy the journey as we continue towards our vision. Wishing everybody a very happy, healthy new year, and I will see you next year. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.